Welcome to Everyday Motherhood, the podcast that inspires you to pause, connect, and play every single day with your kids. The podcast that helps you anchor your days in self-care so you can be the best version of yourself and have more joy every single day. My name is Christy Thomas, and I am the founder and developer of Play for Life Moms. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to episode 36, where I'm gonna tell you why I really dislike the book, The Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein. For those of you who maybe have never read this book, it's about a tree and a boy. And the tree and the boy have a very simple friendship. The tree, the boy visits the tree and they're happy together. And then as the boy grows up, the tree is asked to give more and more. Okay? The one thing I like about the giving tree is the cover. I like the little green tree on it. You can go Google it. I like the boy catching an apple. It's cute. And that's where my love ends for the giving tree. Because I don't really think it's a children's book. I think the giving tree is a book that's written for adults. And it just has pictures in it. And I'll get straight to the point. I don't want to waste your time. The reason why I don't like the Giving Tree book is that I think it teaches our kids and ourselves and our society that it's okay to empty themselves for people that are ungrateful and then apologize when we can't give more. That's what happens over and over and over in the Giving Tree. The tree has no boundaries. The tree feels like the tree's only worth is in giving everything that she has. And that's not a model that I want to model for my kids. I don't want to model the I have to life. I want to model the I get to life. I want to model making choices that I'm proud of, making choices that help me feel meaning in life, connect me to a greater purpose and a greater good, and and make me feel like I'm on fire, right? Our lives are so full of choices. And not everyone needs me. I'm not here for everyone on earth right now. I'm not here for everyone in my city right now. And neither are you. You're not here for everyone on earth. You're not here for everyone in your city, your church, your town, whatever your group is. You're really not here for all those people at the same time. We have an extraordinary capacity to value resistance. We have this cultural paradigm that if it's hard, then it must be the right thing. And there are great 
experiences, great growth, great love that can come from hard moments. But not everything has to be hard. And when you choose I have to versus I get to, when you choose to be like the tree and give everything without regard to yourself, don't forget that you also get to say no to things. You're under no obligation to say yes all of the time. You don't have to. You get to say no. I really wish at one point in the giving tree that the tree would have said no. The life you're living right now is someone else's dream. There is something about your life that someone else is begging for somewhere else on the planet. Maybe it's your fertility. Maybe it's your happy marriage. The relationship with your mother. The relationship with your brother. Something about your life. The opportunity to work the career you have, the opportunity to homeschool, whatever it is, there's something about your life that is someone else's dream. And that idea always sobers me up. Because when I get stuck in that I have to, I'm forgetting that. I'm forgetting how amazing and how blessed my life already is that I get to do these things. I get to wake up early and see the sunrise. I get to tie on my shoes and go run. I get to, and that's a gift. I don't have to. I would bet, I'm not really a betting person, but I would bet that there's so many things in your life that you actually have a choice on, that you don't have to do many things in your life, right? In order to be alive, you literally only have to eat and drink and sleep. That's the physical processes that keep your body alive. Now you've made choices and you've added responsibilities, but not all those are have-tos. So today for your self-care, I want you to take yourself on a date if possible I want you to sit outside with a nice cup of coffee or tea that you've made for yourself or leave your house and tell your spouse thanks and take yourself on a date to a coffee shop or a park bench and bring a piece of paper and a pencil with you. And I want you to draw um, an empty vase on your paper and fill the bottom up with big rocks and then smaller rocks in the middle and tiny stones at the top. And at the top of the page, I want you to write, I get to. And remind yourself what the big things in your life are. Right? Those are going to be the big rocks at the bottom. If you want more inspiration on the self-care task, there is a link to a YouTube video demonstration of this. So that might be helpful. But I want you to draw your jar of rocks. If you've never heard of it before, go watch the YouTube video first. Your play idea this week is to be silly. You get to laugh. You get to relax and be goofy. You don't have to be serious. Parenting and motherhood, life right now feels 
like we have to be serious. You don't have to. The job is too big, too amazing, too awesome to be stuck in serious mode. You'll miss the really good moments. So this week for play idea, I want you to find a short book, short book, an easy reader book. That way each one of your family members can take a turn reading it while trying the same sort of accent. Do a British accent, do a Southern accent, do a Jamaican accent, do an Indian accent, do a Hollywood movie star accent. Um, Whatever you can think of, be silly together. Remind yourself that it's safe to laugh, that it's a privilege that you get to laugh. If you want more play ideas, I'm actually sharing a play idea doodle every single day over on Instagram at playforlifemoms.com. So I think there are 12 ideas right now on there and I'm going for 365 little play doodles. This um, read in a British accent is inspired by one of those doodles. I hope you have an amazing day. I hope you choose to drink some water and to remember how valuable you are. You are a lighthouse of love for your family and the world is better because you're here. I hope you realize that you get to pause, connect, and play every single day. Bye. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.